What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. We're looking at Luke chapter 23, and this is the crucifixion of Jesus. And in this, uh, these chapters are interesting because we read about them often. You hear about them every Easter. If a sermon's a good sermon, you should reference the death and resurrection, life in Christ to some extent. Mm-hmm. But you reread these 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 chapters, and it's good to slow down, comb through them, because there's always scripture that we haven't noticed before, we haven't chewed yeah. on that. Now the Holy Spirit's lifting for us, and for us today, we begin in verse eight, Luke twenty-three, verse eight, looking at this guy named Herod. And it says, "When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased." because for a long time he had been wanting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he had hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. And so the heart of this is Herod wanted to be entertained by Jesus. Mm. Heard about this guy, he can do right. cool things, miracles. miracles, healings. Entertain me, perform, do something great. And, uh, and so this is where we meet Jesus in this chapter. And now there are other people involved as well, because Jesus is, is nearing his trial and his crucifixion. Right, and you you hear the voices kind of get louder in the chapter, like liter- like literally as you're reading them, people kind of start shouting. And what's curious about this is in chapter 23, verse 23, um, the people, the public, um, it says this, but with loud shouts, they insistently demand that he be crucified and their shouts prevailed. And so this, this isn't Herod shouting. This isn't Pilate shouting. This is literally the masses of people. And I just want to pause there because I think four chapters ago in chapter 19, people were shouting Hosanna. Hosanna. <laughs> and they're saying, we're saved. Um, he's here. The Savior's going to totally redeem us. You, uh, uh, praise to your name. Amen. Yes, great we we love you we're laying down palm branches for you and now just a few chapters later you get to this spot where people are shouting and it's a totally different kind of shout they're saying who is this guy crucify this guy we don't want anything to do with this guy um and And just a totally different tone it's why is that well yeah because jesus is coming and bringing a kingdom that they don't want him to bring they they were expecting this kingdom that was going to totally overthrow Rome. So this kind of political powerhouse, this, um, you know, that's the picture that we get in the triumphal and free too, though. Now looking back is Jesus comes in on a donkey and they wanted a stallion or this what he should have rode in on. And now they don't want somebody, you know, that's going to, um, that's going to be weak or seem weak or somebody that's not going to do what they want him to do. Yeah, they want him to overthrow. He's a king who's, who's been captured, you could say it that way, he's been beaten, he's been whipped, and clearly the expectations of the people are not being met now. Right. And so, you know, people are frustrated because things aren't going the way they had hoped. Yeah, I think that's kind of in general, uh, as we just take a pause and just reflect on our own relationship with Jesus today, um, how do you react when things don't go the way that you hoped Mm -hmm. maybe when you have this picture this i you've probably heard this word before that you put god in a box and this is what you expect him to do and when god doesn't do what you expect him to do well then we get mad and we say forget about you you know i'm gonna do my own thing my own way and it's it's particularly um easy to say hashtag blessed 
when things are going great. You know, God is good. I got my new shoes. Right. Yeah. God is good. It's sunny out. God is good. The bank account's full. God is good. We got food on our table. God is good. My team won. God is good. The list could just keep going on and on and on and hashtag blessed because things are going the way I hoped they would go. But the question Bobby just posed is, how do we react when things don't go the way we hoped? Yeah. Um, forget you, God. I'll do it my own way. And when Bobby and I were talking about this, you brought up a great point. Like, Clark, don't forget that there's a third party involved. And the third party being? Well, there's just this. Sometimes we read scripture and it's just all about how am I applying this to my own life? But really there's this undertone and this current that's gone on all throughout the Bible about this this character, this this being named Satan. And I just want to highlight that in Luke chapter 23, that this is the most important week of history because it totally and directly affects our destiny to live with God forever. And um, that was that was thwarted by evil thwarted is that a word thwarted yeah there you, <laughs> you go. guys know what i mean yeah. and um how so not only did jesus have to go to the cross because we could never save ourselves we could never do that in our sin nature but jesus went to the cross because there's this evil one that's lurking and he had to defeat him mm-hmm. and so that's also what's going on there so um so that's happening but re- really what's being revealed in the, the heart of the people is that we want what we think is best for us and we don't even know what's best for us. And then the heart of God is being revealed when he's saying in verse 34 that he's going to forgive us, even in the midst of us yelling to kill him. Yeah, Jesus is in, hanging in between two different criminals. They were let out to be executed and Jesus is crying out. He, you could say he's praying to God in the midst of his own agony, being humiliated in front of everybody else. And this is what he says, Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they're doing. Yeah. So even when we're saying, okay, I wish I had hashtag blessed, and now I'm hashtag pissed, pissed and frustrated because <laughs> the things aren't going my way. Forget you. He's praying for us. Right. He's saying, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing right now. And that's the heart of God in the midst of this. This is the, the whole biblical story is God's redeeming, his rescuing, his restoring, his coming for us because yeah. he loves you. Mm-hmm. He wants a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And and one of the verses that continues to stick out to me the more I read the Gospels comes, you know, 11 verses later, and it's verse 45. And Bobby, could you read that for us real quick, verse 45? And I'll unpack it just a little bit, but it's talking about this temple veil being ripped. Right, it's not very long. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. And so this is crazy important, because there's this part of the temple that was reserved it was the Holy of Holies, and only the super holy people could go there. One elected man who was the, the high priest, he would go in there just a few days a year, and he'd perform these, you know, these different acts, sprinkling blood, burning incense, and that was where the presence of God was supposed to, mm-hmm. to dwell. And that curtain gets ripped in two, mm-hmm. gets ripped open, providing entrance and access to where God has always dwelt. And so in that, not only do you get God's heart saying, God, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. Now he's saying, I'm going to make myself available to everybody. Jesus Christ has died. Mm. In a few chapters, we read about the Holy Spirit being poured out. And now the Holy Spirit lives in our heart. The Holy Spirit works on our heart and helps us confess Jesus Christ to be our Lord and Savior. And so you just see the heart of God on full display here. And so 
in this, Bobby and I are always asking ourselves when we're recapping a chapter in this chapter, what did we learn about ourselves? Yeah. And what do we learn about God? And I say for ourselves, pretty inconsistent. Like there are days I'm high on following Jesus. This is a great idea. I want to do it. And then there are some days I just don't feel like it. Right. <laughs> and then I turn my back on him and saying, God, you know, I'm not hashtag blessed anymore. Things didn't go my way today. But then, Bobby, how would you, what do we learn about God in yeah, this chapter? Yeah, so it's pretty obvious. And um, you just see the faithfulness of God. You see how this is been the plan like Clark said and he is sticking to the plan since before time and it's not an easy plan but he's faithful to do that and um, you see this uh, this crazy radical extension of grace to us that we actually get to um, partake and yeah. yeah experience this God that we actually get to like Clark said the um, have access to God's presence that the temple veils torn um, and then finally and, and maybe you would have a different list, but this is what gleaned from uh, the passage for us, but that evil's been defeated, mm-hmm. that we um, we don't have to live in fear, we don't have to live in bondage, um, that we actually get to walk in uh, the authority of Christ as co-heirs because, um, because Jesus did this, and that we get to sit with him. And so, yeah, just really grateful for uh, what Jesus did, holy smokers, and... Um, it's tough to to read these chapters and kind of go back in, in pretty much a lot of detail and see like, man, we're just so loved. Yeah. Jesus really loves us. Holy cows. Um, one thing that popped into my head before we go is actually this verse that kind of related to this a little bit to me from Isaiah 40, was it 49? Mm-hmm. And it talks about how our names are inscribed on Jesus' hands. And, and um yeah, that just always kind of resonates with me, and it just reminds me that Jesus had me in mind, that he had Bobby Jean Corver in mind when he was on the cross, and um, that he loved me so much, and the same is true for Clark, and the same is true for you, mm-hmm. that um, that you are just so loved. And so chapter 23 of Luke, thank you for yeah. that reminder. And so as you listen to this, we want to encourage you, keep reading it, writing it, praying it, sharing it, and post online your fresh word. Um, what, what stuck out to you from the scriptures today. And if you have a fresh story of following the Holy Spirit, feel free to share that as well. But that's all we got for you today. That's all. God bless you guys. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.